This is the Everyday Christian Podcast, coming to you from the Beacon Church of Christ in West Monroe, Louisiana. Here's your host, Chase Green. Hello and welcome to Season 1, Episode 13 of the Everyday Christian Podcast, where we remind ourselves that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. So let's live our lives as everyday faithful Christians. This is our last episode for season number one. It's gone by quickly, and I'm already looking forward to season number two, and I've already got some lessons planned for that. So I hope that you'll stick around for us as we take a few months off. We will take off June and July, and then we'll start back in August, September, and October. And I do look forward to that, and I hope that you will join us then. But we do have one more episode, and this is the continuation of our series, Casual Christianity or Dedicated Discipleship. This is part four, talking about evangelism today. Everybody loves to talk about evangelism. Well, I say that in jest because sadly there's a lot of uh, failure to talk about evangelism. There's a lot of failure to evangelize these days, it seems. Well, let's talk about evangelism, and then let's talk about, more importantly, putting evangelism into practice. Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20, says, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power, that is, all authority, is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye, therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Jesus, by the authority that was given him as the Son of God, tells them to go. He says, go ye. There's a book called Go Ye, means go me. I need to go. You need to go. We all need to go. If we're Christians, we need to go. Go where? Go into all the world to teach all nations. That's where we must go. And what must we teach them? Well, number one, we need to teach them that they need to be baptized. Teach them, baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. Teach, baptize, teach some more. Teach them to continue in the things that Jesus had taught. Thus, we need to teach them from a basic level convict them from a basic level in such a way that they become Christians, but then we need to continue teaching them. They will be new converts. They will be babes in Christ. We need to continue to teach them, to guide them along and help them in the growth process. Show them what's expected of them as Christians. Teach. Baptize. Teach. And Jesus will be with us if we do that. That's the Matthew account of the Great Commission. Let's look at the Mark account. Mark 16, verses 15 and 16, says this, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel, the good news of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. What is the gospel? It's the good news of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the Bible teaches us that we must obey the gospel. 2 Thessalonians 1.8, Romans 10, verse 
16. Well, how do we obey the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ? Romans chapter 6, verses 1 and following. Colossians 2, verses 12 through 14. We obey the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, by reenacting that death, burial, and resurrection, by putting our man of sin to death, burying him in water, and rising up to walk in newness of life. That's how we do that. Thus, we must teach others to obey the gospel. We must teach that you must believe and be baptized in order to be saved. Now, friends, most of the religious world today teaches that you are believing and then saved, and then you get baptized to show that you're saved. But that's not what this verse says. Mark 16, 16 says, He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Well, these two verses are what we refer to as the Great Commission. Jesus, upon getting ready to leave this earth, to ascend to heaven, to the right hand of the throne of God, to sit on the throne of his father David, he leaves his disciples with these words. Go and preach the gospel to the whole world. And we are also to convert people, to baptize people. And we are to teach, to observe all things that Jesus taught them to do. Well, are we doing what Jesus said to do? Namely, in this discussion, are we evangelizing like Jesus said to do? You know, the first century Christians took this Great Commission very seriously. In fact, in Acts chapter 8 and verse 4, dealing with a very violent persecution when people were being killed because of their faith in Christ, the text says that they that were scattered abroad because of this persecution went everywhere preaching the word. Friends, if they could do it, so could we. And we must. In fact, they turned the world upside down, Acts 17, verse 6, with the doctrine of Christ. If they could turn the world upside down, can't we? Well, of course we can. But we've got to be willing to get to work. Let me offer you three suggestions for evangelism. The first suggestion is this. Use your home. In Acts chapter 2, it says that the disciples went from house to house. I believe that's a very important principle. You see, I believe that Christians need to spend time together in one another's houses. There's an intimate relationship that can be formed if we're spending quality time together. And what better place to spend quality time together than in one another's homes? The same could be said about evangelism. It may be the case that you invite friends that are not Christians into your home. Perhaps you do that regularly. Why not use this as an opportunity to evangelize? Yes, you might start small. You might just mention a word here or there about Jesus, about the church, about the kingdom, about Christianity in general, or morality, or what have you. You might mention these things occasionally and see how your friends respond. Perhaps this leads into a further discussion. And perhaps before you know it, you have really had a great spiritual discussion. Well, this is point number two. Not only should you use your home, but also you need to use your home to have personal Bible studies. 
The Bible talks about those who reasoned together with the Scriptures. In essence, they had a Bible study. Now, if you have a Bible discussion with someone, that is, a casual conversation about biblical topics, that's great. That's wonderful. I'm glad to hear that you're doing that. But you need to use it as an opportunity to get them into an actual Bible study. There are various curricula that you can find. If you'd like, you can contact me, and I'll be glad to help you find curricula. To have an actual sit-down Bible study around a table or in the living room or wherever with your particular evangelism contact. You can sit together and you can open up your Bibles. If they don't have a Bible, buy them one and, and help them get familiar with it. Help them learn how to read it and go through various verses that teach scriptural principles, teach about the church, teach about worship, teach about the plan of salvation, and go through it with them and show them the truth. This, my friends, is evangelism, having Bible studies with other people. Is a Bible discussion evangelism? Well, yes, it can be. Is inviting someone to church evangelism? Yes, it can be. Is preaching from a pulpit evangelism? Well, certainly. But how much more effective is it if you were to have an actual Bible study where you get into more depth of biblical discussion, where you actually start teaching doctrines and you actually show them that they're lost because they have not obeyed the gospel? You see, that is the goal that we all should have. Get them into an actual Bible study. Finally, there's one other suggestion I'd like to make regarding evangelism, and that is that you can use print material. It could be tracts that you leave for your waitress or your waiter after you pay for your meal. And by the way, make sure you tip well. If you don't tip well, you might not want to evangelize until you learn to tip well because that reflects on us as Christians. Uh, it might be House to House, Heart to Heart. That's a, a good publication by the uh, Jacksonville Church of Christ in Jacksonville, Alabama. You can look them up. That's a, a very good tool to use. Maybe business cards. Maybe you get your preacher's business card and you leave that with your tip at a restaurant. I have on my business card, I have information on there about our radio station that we have at the Beacon Church of Christ. You can put that on there. You could put the plan of salvation on there. Or you could put something like, would you like to have a Bible study, question mark, on there. Or something to this effect, just something very small that you can leave as a kind of a token of evangelism to uh, get the word out. You never know. You, you may get contacts from this. What about evangelism cards? This is like a business card, but with evangelism completely in mind. World Video Bible School, I believe, does these. There's probably some others that do these as well. And what they'll do is they'll do a, a sermon or a lesson topic, and it will be uh, done up really well with really good graphics on it. And uh, there'll, be a, there'll be a QR code usually, and people can just scan that with their phones. And it'll take them to a YouTube video where they can watch a, a Bible lesson. Uh, there's ones on what must I do to be saved, why are there so many churches, and so on and so forth. You can order those from World Video Bible School and perhaps some other sources as well. 
And you can use that for evangelism. The point is, get the word out there in print, if at all possible. Maybe it's a newspaper article. Uh, whatever the case, find a way to evangelize by getting the word of God printed and seen by the masses of people in our areas that we live in. So that is some suggestions for evangelism. Again, use your home. Bring people in. Bring them into your home and, and show them hospitality with the ulterior motive, if you would, a good ulterior motive of converting them. Have Bible studies. Actually get down deep in the Word. Don't just have a surface level discussion, but an actual deep doctrinal Bible study. And then use print materials that are available for evangelism. Here's one other one I just thought of, and that is uh, the book Muscle and a Shovel, or uh, the book Transformed. Uh, there's various books such as this that you can also use. You can just hand somebody, say, hey, I think you'd enjoy reading this. And they read that, and it's got the, the plan of salvation laced uh, in, in the story. That'd be a good uh, option for print material for evangelism as well. You know, thinking about evangelism in Acts chapter 2 following, one of the things that you notice is rapid growth of Christians. They started out with 3,000 souls. Before you know it, they hit 5,000 souls, and it just exponentially explodes in growth. The church was growing rapidly in the first century. Today, the church is dwindling. Small churches are shutting their doors, never to be opened again. Churches are dying on the vine. Why is that? Certainly, society is very immoral today, but society was very immoral in the first century. The Romans were wicked people. So, that can't be it. Maybe it's we just don't have the ability to get the word out there. Well, no, that can't be it. We've got all kinds of technology. What's the problem? The problem is we're not taking the word to the masses. We're not evangelizing like we should. And thus the church is dying on the vine in many places. Let's make sure that we are evangelizing with all our might. Let's expend our energy not for pleasure and entertainment and, and all these unimportant things, can you have some entertainment? Well, sure. Can you have some rest and re relaxation? Of course. But are we spending more time doing those sorts of things? Our hobbies? Our sports? And, and so on and so forth. Are we doing more of that than evangelizing? We need to reassess what we're doing as everyday Christians. And if we're not evangelizing, we need to realize that not only do the souls of men around us rest on whether or not they're going to be evangelized, but our souls are depending on whether or not we're doing the Lord's work as well. The harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. The fields are white unto harvest. There are souls everywhere. Jesus Christ came to seek and save the lost. Those who are whole don't have need of a physician. It's the ones who are sick. Thus, we need to go out 
to where the fields are white unto harvest. We need to go where the sin-sick world is and we need to take them the gospel, the precious, life-saving gospel of Christ. We need to take it to them. We need to evangelize. I'm so thankful that you've joined me on this journey of season one of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I've learned a lot podcasting and I've enjoyed it and I've really enjoyed putting these lessons together and I hope that you've enjoyed listening to them. They've been very beneficial and helpful for me trying to do the best I can to be an everyday Christian and I hope that it's helped you be an everyday Christian as well. I look forward to continuing our podcast with season two coming up in August and I appreciate you very much, the listener. Please feel free to share the podcast. You can like it and comment and and give us a rating in the App Store, and that will greatly help us as we seek to continue to grow this podcast. Be on the lookout also for my blog. Uh, as I am taking a break from the podcast portion of Everyday Christian, I, I do plan to continue to write from time to time, and I hope that you'll check out our articles at the Everyday Christian podcast blog uh, as well, which you can find linked at our Facebook page. Thank you very much, and I hope that you're doing well. May God bless you in your journey as an everyday Christian. You've been listening to the Everyday Christian Podcast with Chase Green. As always, remember, God deserves every praise from every creature every day. Be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Stand firm in your resolve to be an everyday Christian.